0: Welcome to the CEO's Laundry, the first coaching podcast designed for leading CEOs. You see, CEOs face personal and professional issues just like you and me. But with a high-level position comes high-level questioning and duties. As a result, they can feel alone, misunderstood, confused or overwhelmed. But these high-level responsibilities can also be a source of inspiration for them to look for ways to simplify their lives and optimize their results for the long run. That's why, instead of focusing on their achievements and success stories, each episode is a discussion focused on their current challenges and what lies ahead. I help them clear their minds. This way, they make room for fresh insight to refocus on themselves give their daily lives a new boost, and strengthen their impact on the world. Be at the forefront of a podcast that reveals the reality of a human being behind the title of CEO. Hi everyone, and welcome to this new episode of The CEO's Laundry. Today I'm with Dani. Dani, thank you very much for being here today. Uh, It's a a pleasure to, to have you. We met we we never really talk face to face but we met a few times around the place where where we live um remember your face um so once again thank you for being here thank you for having the um, courage and vulnerability to show up for this kind of exercise um most people wouldn't dare to do that so so that's that's great that that you are here today um i'll let you a few minutes to introduce yourself introduce your business say whatever you want to say and and then we will start from there
1: yeah thanks for having me on here kevin i really like these kind of conversations that just talk about real stuff for sure so um a bit about my business background i've had an amazon agency called kenji roi for the past five years we have um 25 full-time employees and we we help brands in e-commerce, sell more products on Amazon with various services, essentially. We're kind of split. We have a a portion of that team here in Bali and then a portion to spread all over the world, Canada, Singapore, United States, um, different places like that.
0: Okay. Um, So you have 25 employees right now. Uh, Did you you experience like a jump in terms of employees or was it a... A gradual growth.
1: Yeah, there was definitely big jumps as part of that. Um, so typically what has happened for us over the past five years is we go through a fast growth spurt, and then we have to kind of pump the brakes a little bit on the sales aspect, and then we have to make some improvements to the fulfillment, the the operations, make things smoother there. And then we get back on the sales wagon. So it it typically goes in your your typical staggered kind of spiky uh, stock market growth sort of sort of thing. It's definitely not linear as far as we go. Um, we did see a really big growth spike right around the start of the COVID pandemic. So, um, you know, March 2020 or whatever it was, initially it was uh, everyone was super scared for about two months and our, our sales went way down for like two months as no one wanted to spend any money. Um, but after that, I mean, it was pretty clear that the e-commerce growth, especially on Amazon, Was was huge as everyone started to buy things only on Amazon instead of from the normal stores, and then we we had a really big growth spurt right around that time.
0: Okay, okay, and 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 what is your annual revenue right now? If you if if you feel like sharing,
1: yeah, uh, it's like low low seven
2: figures or so.
0: Okay, so I'm really curious to know what are your challenges right now or or maybe the main one that you have um and and how this conversation together can help you overcome or solve it
1: yeah so it's a good timing for this conversation because i'm going through something that's like you might you might call like a midlife crisis even though i'm only 29 years old but my 30th birthday is coming up next month here so it's uh, it's it all kind of ties into I guess an identity shift that um, that I'm going through. It's like I I no longer prioritize the just growth of the business at all costs, and then I'm also just um, you know uh, becoming a lot a lot. Um, I don't want to say more reclusive, but like I just want to spend more time with a smaller amount of people that I really like, rather than trying to make sure that like everyone thinks that I um you know that I'm super cool or that I you know have this motorcycle that is like gives off some image of like some badass guy with money or something like that. You know what I mean? So that's been the big shift that uh, has been happening over the past uh over 12 months or so.
0: Okay. Okay. So so you 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 just told me the direction that you would like to take for, for the next chapter, I would say. Maybe one day you would decide to come back to the, to, the, to the younger version of yourself. But right now, th- there is a path that you want to take. And what is the, the challenge
1: for you there? The challenge for me right now is mostly on the business front. So actually, uh, a big realization that I had as part of this is that I don't actually like managing people and that's a problem when you have 25 employees. I don't want to have 50 employees. Um, even 25 is is too many, in my opinion. Like I would much prefer to um shift shift my business model in a way where I don't have to have so many employees. We can still make the same amount of profit. Um, and you know, maybe, maybe a lower amount of revenue, but like coming back to the ego thing, like revenue is an ego metric that is like oh great yeah you know it's a million dollar business that's that's awesome but if i could have a much a much smaller revenue but still make the same profit and not have the headache of having 25 employees that i have realized i don't really want you to, to be the guy who grows a big team and be responsible for for all these people then that's just so much more appealing to me um okay because the value of growing the business is um you know, for me is, is not about the, the ego side anymore at all. So that's been the biggest challenge is Like, how do I, how do I leverage our our current employees in a better way so that we can simplify our our team a lot more, simplify our client fulfillment, um, and still make the same amount of profit and make that the goal instead of just growing at any cost, just, let's just keep blasting this thing to the moon. (laughs)
0: Okay. Okay. I got that. If I tell you that you can have less employees and make even more money, would that be
2: interesting to you? Oh, yeah, absolutely.
0: Okay. I say that because it's not something that you told me. You told me that it would be okay to have less employees and make less revenue you told me that it would be okay to have less employees and generate the same amount of revenue right now, but you didn't say that you could have less employees and make even more revenue. I'm curious to know why you didn't say that.
1: Well, the reason mostly for me is that that's not the thing that's the most important to me anymore is that it's the more important thing to me is to just have a have lower stress and have more freedom and being able to um, just step away from the business for longer periods of time, things like that. And I don't really, I don't really care to to push it to the absolute limit too. Like you just have all these aspirations to. <laughs> Um, you know, I want to be eight-figure entrepreneur and all of these things. But at the end of the day, I realize it doesn't really change the way that I live. Like I have a pretty hard time um have a pretty hard time spending more money than I currently make in, in my current lifestyle. And I don't think my lifestyle would change too much if I if I 10x my income or 50x my income. So the goal mm-hmm. is for me, is like I don't really care to make more money than, than we currently make. I care more to to um, to have more freedom of time and, and, uh, and make the business a little bit more, um, smooth and, and less problems and less stress.
0: Yeah. I got that from you. I got that. Making more money wouldn't change much. I can, I, can, I can feel that uh, from, from, from what you said. Just just putting on uh, the table some possibilities. But if you could have less employees, generating more money, while having more fun and freedom than ever, would you, would you take that?
1: Why would I take having more fun and freedom over, over more money? The whole the package. Oh, yeah. I mean, for sure, it'd be better to have uh, the whole package. Yeah, you're right about that. Okay. So if
0: you could choose this package or the package of less employees, exact same amount of revenue than, than right now, and freedom and fun, which package would you choose?
1: Um, yeah, I mean, this one, assuming that there's no trade-off um, between the amount of freedom and the, the amount of uh, profit.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, there is, no, there is no trade-off. There is just one package where there is less employees and more money.
2: Yeah, I mean, that sounds, uh, sounds better for sure. Yeah, Okay.
0: I feel, I feel something like in what you say that I, I don't say that I'm right. I don't say that I, I know what is going on in your, in your head, but I feel like when you're, you're talking in, in the, some words that you use, that there is something in the subconscious that links money and ego and, and the way you can show up and the way people can perceive you based based on the topic of money
1: yeah that's accurate that's kind of so it's kind of part of the part of the identity shift that i'm going through is just mm. realizing more that that doesn't bring me any it doesn't ring true for me anymore as Mm -hmm. it used to used to ring a lot more true where it's um you know i really wanted to be seen as you know someone that has money someone that has has earned um, business success and things like that, and that's it's probably why I was using the terminology is like just make the same amount of money with with less employees and everything like that is because I mm-hmm. that's the goal that I'm after is is really something different. That's not the that's not the main focus, right? I mean, of course, it's better if there's more money and also less employees, but um, It's also kind of the, the part of the identity shift is just being like letting go of all of those parts of my old identity that I, that I identified with the having money, like always having to freaking have all the nicest stuff or stay in the nicest places or, you know, all these, all these things that like, ultimately I don't really care about, you know, Mm -hmm. if I stay in Mm a, in a super cheap hotel versus a freaking the Hilton or freaking whatever, like it. That uh, I can just feel okay about that, not like it means something about, uh, you know, about my identity, you know?
0: That's what I call spirituality. For me, spirituality is simply being more of who, you are, of who you are at core. And the more you embody that, the more you go through the fear of who you really want to be, which is somehow different of who we are and, and how we show up, the more we are spiritual that's that's the definition of spirituality for me. It has nothing to do with cacao or manifestation or meditation or the kind of lifestyle or the kind of um, clothes that you wear. That's a different topic for me. So what, what I hear is that you want to be more of you. So you want to be closer to your spiritual being. And the thing is that your spiritual being is is an expansion all the time you seek growth by coming back to who you think you are you're seeking growth so you're seeking expansion of yourself and i and i share that right now because i believe that in your in your quest that could be something to dig that could be something interest interesting for you it's like how could I be more of who I'm
2: seeking right now and having
0: everything around me grow positively and my business can grow positively. And, and, and that can mean having less employees that can be a positive growth for you and having way more money. What, what crossed your mind when I, when I say those things?
1: yeah I mean it's definitely possible. I think that's really definitely part of the identity shift that uh that I am still going through is really just getting um you know shedding shedding that old i mean it's a it's a dual image, right it's that really what what I'm looking at is how I see that other people see me um which obviously we're human beings we we all care about how other people think of us, you know no matter how enlightened you are or anything like that. But at the end of the day, it's how you feel about how other people, other people see you. And just like the current, the current part of my identity that I don't resonate with anymore is that, I mean, especially in a place like Bali um, where there's a, a lot of people who are much lower income, people just treat you very differently. If they, if they know that you're someone who has um, someone who has a, a decent amount of money. Um and it just doesn't feel right to me, right? It just doesn't feel like it, now you're just dealing with a different energy towards um, the way that people interact with you, and it, it just doesn't resonate with who I feel to be, right? At this point in my life, so it's, it's yeah, for me, I guess it's a, it's a relationship with not only the external image of the way I think that other people see me, but it's also like how do I, how do I see Myself and my own my own identity related to uh, money. Yeah,
0: I can I can feel that. So we are going to the core of a challenge here, is that you are affected by what people can possibly think of you, and that impacts it's like it's a change against it's uh there are a change for something and there is a change against something there is a and 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 that can be driven too it's like i'm driven by the change against those people because i don't want to be perceived this way so this is what i gonna i'm gonna do so that if i don't make this amount of money if i'm not labeled as this kind of person then they won't judge me this way so there is a a perception here that is interesting for you and a challenge on that 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 is interesting for you because i have absolutely no doubt that i mean you're, you're wise you're smart you're you're brilliant you're
2: Um, aware and self-aware
0: there is absolutely no doubt that you will handle and manage your your identity shift in six months a year two years three years there there is no timeline for identity shifts it's uh it's never ending and 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 can take more or less time than, than than we expect it's okay but you see my, my responsibility as a coach is to mirror yourself right now and to see where you have areas of growth that can be even more impactful for you. And from what you say, it could be really impactful to grow in that, into that direction that you described. But by making even more money and giving less of a shit, of what people can think about you
2: being a multimillionaire. Yeah, why being
0: right about that? Yeah, why being the coming back to who you want to be, who you are seeking right now. It's like closer to. Yeah, I will use the some guru words like closer to the truth. I, I don't I don't really know what it means, but it's that it's like we're seeking something that is not really tangible, and 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 we don't really know the outcome, and we don't really know how to get there. That's that's what I understand by getting closer to the truth. What is one takeaway that you got from this conversation
2: so far?
1: Yeah, I think uh, for me the biggest the biggest insights is is really just separating the separating the parts of my identity and ego that identify with money from actually my ability to earn money or actually earning money. Right. I think there's definitely something to that actually, um, just wanting to like distance myself from that more and like, uh, and part, parts of myself have just wanted to be like yeah what if i just completely shut down everything and just freaking chilled out for <laughs> for a while and just just uh didn't make any money but that's kind of my extreme side of my personality coming through it's i always like to to do things that are extreme but it's not really necessary um so let's
0: let's let's play around that for for, for a bit um I'm going to ask you to close your eyes because I want you to, to use your imagination and visualization. So you live in Chenggu in, in Bali, Indonesia, where, where is a place that you like to hang out or to walk around?
1: Um, I like the, the gym body factory or, uh, Around, around there mm-hmm. different cafes around that area
0: okay so imagine that you're around here around there you are in your like you wear your usual clothes and your flip-flop or shoes or or nothing just barefoot and you're walking around you are you you are the you that you're seeking closer to the identity that you're seeking right now so you can you can visualize yourself walking you you, you can see that even physically there is a change even if it's a time change maybe just in the way your back is or your shoulders or your head or the way you walk. But there is that sense of
2: wisdom, inner peace, freedom, fun, maturity, deep self-awareness of who you are that shine through you. And then there are some people who look at you.
0: They look at you and when they see you, they smile. Like they are pointing you with their fingers. They are talking about you in their friends here. Like, hey, that's Danny. That's the guy who is so close to who he is. And then there is someone that comes to talk to you.
2: Hey, Danny, thank you for being who you are. You are a multimillionaire model for me. I love it. Thank you for being who you are. And you're used to that.
0: Bring that feeling of habit. Of people smiling at you because of who you are. You have your ego saying like, but do you realize what people are going to think about you, about all the money that you make? And just answer your ego. Like, That's okay, mate. That's your storytelling. That's not mine. You're free to believe what you want.
2: That's not my belief. It's your belief.
0: I know it's not true. Look, people love me. Whenever you want, you can open your eyes again. How do you feel?
1: Hmm. Yeah, it's a powerful, powerful visualization. I think it's important to be able to future pace that, uh, that vision.
2: What's in your mind right now?
1: Yeah, just um, just that I think that's something that I should definitely do some meditations on. I can see that uh, that visualization exercise definitely is good, but then also doing some some more meditations and journaling on on that whole topic, I think, would be really beneficial.
0: I believe so because you have a, you have multiple proposals for the identity shift that you, you you want to make right now, and one of them comes from a limiting belief and that's around the topic of caring about what people could possibly possibly think of you and this won't be solved by your identity shift it will be solved by you purposefully walking on on this topic alone challenging this topic proving to yourself that it's not truth that's you don't want to be impacted by what people think of you because of this or, or this or this or that. And then you can be more in peace into the process of identity shift because you, you, you don't do it for the reason of what can other people think of you. It, it, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's just you seeking, your truth that's that's all
1: yeah man it's been uh that's powerful that's powerful yeah thanks for having me kevin and uh appreciate the the insights and and uh good to have a, a good real conversation about uh these types of things